And now, the BC Food and Wine Radio Network presents Anthony Gizmondi and Casey Wilson. This is BC Food and Wine Radio, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Save On Foods. Now, here's Anthony and Casey. I got my peaches out in Georgia. Oh, yeah. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's show, a very busy show today with Kevin Klippenstein. joins us from Clippers Organics in the Similkameen. We'll talk about Row 14 Restaurant, the restaurant everybody is raving about. Then we're going to head up north to Kelowna. Jeremy Lupin, executive chef. Ezra Sipes, CEO, Summerhill Pyramid Vineyards. Join us, Casey. Yes, to talk about organic Chinese takeout. Unbelievable. In a winery. Uh, then we're going to go across the water. Jeff Hundermark joins us. He's the head winemaker at Mount Boucherie. And uh, we're going to talk about, we're going to ask him about the 2020 vintage that everybody is raving about in British Columbia, the quality of the wines coming out of 2020. Finally, and coming up next, Steve Moriarty joins us. Uh, the, he's the wine director, many of you know, from Save on Foods. He's got uh, some breaking news, Casey. Yes, a bee-friendly program where you will receive complimentary wildflower seeds. You'll be planting in the garden before you know it. All that and more coming up next on the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Don't go away. There's more to come. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. British Columbia's wine-growing history dates back generations, and today it's one of the more prominent regions on the worldwide wine stage. With Save On Foods, you can find the world's largest collection in one place. With more than 1,500 wines from over 180 BC VQA wineries, the unique tastes of our province have never been more convenient. Wines of British Columbia at Save On Foods. Browse the entire collection now at saveonfoods.com and discover all the different wines our province has to offer. Overlooking a beautiful 12-acre vineyard in the heart of the Cowichan Valley, the Unsworth Restaurant welcomes you to get away from it all. Enjoy a delectable menu and award-winning wines in our dining room or outdoor patio. Unsworth Restaurant, vineyard dining where casual meets elegant. You can find Unsworth wines across BC. Look for us at your local liquor store. Visit unsworthvineyards.com. Tony Holler, owner of Poplar Grove Winery. At Poplar Grove, every day on the Naramata bench is a journey to create fantastic wines. We couldn't do it without our dedicated team or the family of wine lovers who gather at our wine club to enjoy the many benefits of membership, like world-class wines delivered to their door and exclusive events at the winery like our wine club barbecue. Join us on the journey to make truly great wines. Visit us at poplargrove.ca. Poplar Grove, available at private fine wine stores. Please enjoy responsibly. Have the extraordinary organic wines of Summerhill Pyramid Winery in the pristine Okanagan Valley delivered to your door. When you become an organic ambassador, a portion of every purchase you make at Summerhill goes back into your account, which you can use towards future purchases anytime. Share the love with your friends to earn even more credits. Find out more about Summerhill Pyramid Winery's organic ambassador program and order online by visiting summerhill.bc.ca. Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. Welcome back to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. 
Our first guest today is Steve Moriarty. He's the wine director at Save on Foods. A uh, busy guy. Uh, spring's coming upon us. Uh, uh, and just as quickly, Easter around the corner. Steve, how are you today? Great to be with you guys this morning. We're good here. Yeah, you're good. Are you stacking up uh, Easter eggs? You, do, do they make you do that, or you, you must have people? <laughs> I, I, yeah, we I, we stack up an awful lot of Easter eggs. Uh, big, big <laughs> popular time in our grocery stores is Easter. Yeah. Uh, well, good to catch up with you today. We want to talk about a few things, uh, starting with wine. I know it's a, uh, the weather sort of teased us a bit. It went back cool, but it's going to warm up pretty quickly. Uh, there's often, uh, at least I notice a switch from the heavier sort of winter wines to fresher, brighter, lighter wines in the springtime. Do you see that in your, uh, in your stores as well in demand? You know, Tony, when we had the, that, uh, brief spurt of spring weather there, it was almost like there was a massive switch thrown in the wine industry somewhere where overnight we saw a, a drastic uh, change in direction. And, of course, uh, just exactly what you said, those bright, summery, fresh, uh, what I, we like to call them fresh wines, just, just came off the shelves in, in uh, record numbers. Uh, we've seen uh, white wines are the top two selling wines in our store now for three weeks in a row. So you can always tell when the weather's getting better, we see... We see this switch to this, especially some of the new vintages from this year. Just amazing. Yeah. And I hear that you have a bee mission at Save on Foods. Oh, thanks for asking about that. Yeah, this this spring we're uh, partnering with Wine Growers British Columbia in promoting and doing everything we can to support bee health. And, of course, the bees provide such a significant role in the industry, especially in the secondary growth with pest control, etc. So... For the whole month of April, um, we're going to be giving away wildflower seeds on selected bottles of BC VQA wine, and in our doing our part is trying to, to trying to increase the wildflower um, kind of fauna throughout the province, and hopefully we can do our part to encourage stronger bee health and the whole uh, the whole economy that comes with a strong bee health. Our guest is uh, Steve Moriarty. He's a wine director at Save on Foods. I like the idea of saving bees. That's a big, uh, big job in the wine business currently worldwide. So it's uh, fun to do that. Uh, so the OnPacks are in the store. You mentioned VQA wine. You have the largest selection in the province. So what are your numbers up to now with VQA wine? Uh, just counted them uh, this weekend, and I think we're just under fourteen hundred different. Uh, uh, wines, all, all BC, v, British Company of BQA, and we're proud of that, and we're proud of the small wineries. Um, we just brought on a couple more, more new wineries uh, in the last week. I believe the newest one, a very small uh, winery in um, in the Similkameen uh, called Horseshoe Found, a uh, very small winery, only makes a few hundred cases a year, and uh, we have two of their wines, a Pinot Noir and a Pinot Gris, uh, seem to be on our shelves. So lots of selection, lots of new variety this year. Horseshoe Found. That's a great name. It is a great name. And I don't yeah, know it. Caught, I better get I, in there and try the wine. <laughs> it caught us. We never heard. The, the name is, is unique and it's different, much like the people that, that, that run this small boutique winery in the Smilkameen. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know if you have a favorite white blend for spring. I was I was just going through your your uh, site, looking online, which is always a pleasure when you can find wines online with real prices. And actually, I always get into that sale category right away to see 
some of the secret picks. Uh, I'm really liking the Cedar Creek Senator. This is a Sauvignon Blanc Chardonnay blend, but Cedar Creek has undergone such a massive refit over the last five years since it was purchased by uh, uh, the Von Mandel Group. Uh, Anthony Von Mandel, of course, owns several BC wineries, but this wine at at uh, well, it's 17.99 regularly. Now it's 14.99. That's a heck of a deal for a nice white blend. That's a great wine. Of course, anything that comes from Cedar Creek carries that pedigree and that expectation. And uh, it's a it's a it's a very refreshing summer spring uh, reflection of of what true uh, fresh wine is is about. And speaking of Cedar Creek, uh, I see that just coming through the pipeline now, I see the the newest vintage of Cedar Creek Rosé is about to hit our shelves. Uh, I think this weekend, just in mm. time for right on. Also on sale uh, at fifteen forty nine, another great price. This is all before discounts for qu- for quantities. Is the Road Thirteen Honest John's White? This is a this is a wine that has a kind of a, a cult following in the underground uh, wine drinking business in BC. Uh, always great value, and it has an incredible intensity of flavor. Again, uh, one of those white blends that just just takes you by surprise when someone hands you a glass of that. So that's a great price as well. Uh, the two of them make up a really nice, uh, they'd be a great Easter pack for partying outside. Both of those wines are, those are the kinds of wines you never have to worry about somebody not liking them. Everybody's going to like them. Mm. And so we want wines to go with ham and lamb and vegetarians. So, you know, we pretty much can go across the board with rosés. And what about gewurz? And, uh, uh, sorry, I was going to say gewurz meaner is always a, always a special at this time of year i, I think it, to start to spring off uh diverts always gives us that that kind of that bridge or that gateway to all of the flavors that that are packed into a, a blended bottle of white wine especially diverts meaner we just carries that tradition on forward lovely wine uh well we're getting ready for easter we got a bit of a break from dr bonnie recently saying that we could actually get together outside no more than 10 people but at least uh, in a backyard or a residence so that should uh uh, improve the Easter Sunday if the weather cooperates. Could be a lot of fun to have uh, a few of your kids around. Or uh, well, you've got such well, a big family. Well, except for Steve, well, does, yeah. Does that he's... ten work for you? You have to have a two or three days, I think, Steve. I think well, we, we can find a way to accommodate the the rule with ten. I think we're all patient. We're waiting for that time to come when we can get together. But we'll, we'll, we're fine with ten. That's a lot better than we had before. And yeah. uh, just to share 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 time and. And get together with a bottle of BC VQA wine. It's, it's going to be. Um, we're lo- looking forward to this. And what what what's the biggest buy in the in the store for? Uh, what's the biggest demand for Easter weekend? From what, what are people coming in to buy that you'll be loading up? They'll be loading up on. Well, it, I think a little bit of with the weather has something to do with it. But uh, spring wines again are are like you said earlier about that about the rosé impact is is a is a truly well-rounded wine that goes with just about everything on the table and of Mm -hmm. course the summer the spring summer blends that are on on tap will always be uh you know this time of year uh be more popular than they were a couple months ago but then you have that diehard traditionalist that still needs to have their uh their cab merlot or their sauvignon or cab sav and you know somewhere in that in that mix We've got it all covered, and especially with sparkling wine this year, got a couple of new ones that are just just amazing. Sounds good to me. I'm uh, I can't wait to actually get outside, get a little bit of heat, and uh, I I don't know, drinking outside, Casey. It's kind of like 
picnics outside it's it's always better <laughs> yes the, it is seems like the food is better the company's better the wine is better especially it being cooped up all winter long i think it's going to be great to get outside and get some stuff done what would you uh, recommend for lighter reds lighter it, reds it, go ahead lighter reds? yes uh, well, we, we have a couple of uh really easy to drink uh, uh reds uh, some of them come from the view in uh in, in Kelowna. they're called uh, red shoe red really easy oh, we call it it just it goes very well with the, everything and and some people would say it's almost like a dark rosé that's how easy it is to drink uh, but mm-hmm. we have so many we have so many light reds that that really fit in this time of year i could yeah uh, like for, for instance, yeah i would uh, i'd be partial to a gamay like you have the latest the rust wine company gamay which is a really uh a uh, funky winery, great winery to visit, and they're doing a great job with that variety. Uh, we love the we love Gamay's, and uh, we've got uh, we've got all of Rust's uh, in our stores at uh, all times. We're going to catch up with uh, Jeff Hundermark uh, just right after you, Steve, from uh, Mount Boucherie. Uh, they have a great selection of wines uh, available in your store too. I, I noticed that. Uh, the Pinot Noir in particular is well priced at twenty dollars, so that's kind of a fun wine, and you can get away with that with uh, perhaps with uh, some lamb at Easter time. Absolutely, and you know we have a great relationship with uh, Mount Boucherie, and uh, they make a wine uh, in our stores that's called Mandaray. It's a red blend. Uh, right now, that wine is just on fire. We're struggling to keep up with that. Uh, it sells for about fifteen ninety nine, and uh, wow. it's a it's a, it's an easy it's an easy Pinot uh, blend with a little bit of Gamay in it. It's got a little bit of uh, a Merlot in it. It's a, just a really easy to drink wine from Mount Boucherie. It's called Mandaray. Mandaray. I love the guys there. They're very easy to be around too, Steve. So much fun. <laughs> we, we have a bit of history with those fellows. <laughs> <laughs> I want more history with those guys. Steve, uh, great to catch up with you today. I know you're going to be busy over the next couple of weeks, but uh, soon you'll be on the road, I hope, and uh, revisiting wineries, and we'll catch up with you. We we have a big, busy schedule planned as well. As soon as we get, uh, get jabbed, then we can get out on the road and start uh, doing some broadcasts from the Okanagan and elsewhere in the province, and, of course, at some of your stores coming up soon. So thanks for joining us today. Really look forward to it. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thanks so much. That's uh, Steve Moriarty. He's the wine director at Save On Foods. Today's radio shout-out goes to those listening on our home base station here in Vancouver, BNN Bloomberg, 1410 AM. We love the diversity with our network of stations, and the business news talks you get on BNN is second to none. Thanks for listening to the BC Food & Wine Radio. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. And we'll be right back. There's more to come. This is the BC Food & Wine Radio Network. Presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. If you're a wine lover and you're ready for something new, try a little long-distance therapy. It's the wine club four out of four wine lovers would probably agree on. With 15% off therapy wine, discounted shipping, 20% off regular seasonal rates at the Inn at Therapy Vineyards, access to exclusive library wines, and more. Click therapyvineyards.com and choose your tier and frequency of delivery and sit back and wait as some of the Okanagan's finest is delivered direct to your door. Sign up today at therapyvineyards.com. It's true. Something great did come out of 2020. 
Mount Boucherie Estate Winery invites you to join the Boucherie Wine Club and experience first access to their fabulous spring releases, including the previously sold-out Rosé, Riesling, and Mount Bubbles. And that's not all. With your new Wine Club membership, enjoy complimentary tastings, exclusive access to events, and the best seats in the house at the Modest Butcher Kitchen. For more details and to sign up online, visit mtboucherie.com. It's a new normal. My husband and I want to get away. Need something to look forward to. So we decided to book a weekend away at a European wellness resort right here in BC. Plan an escape without leaving the province at Sparkling Hill Resort. Overlooking the beautiful Okanagan Valley. Relax and focus on your health and wellness at this luxury resort. Check out the immersive wellness packages available and learn more about this undiscovered gem today at sparklinghill.com. The upper bench of BC's Similkameen Valley, a special place that's the source of some of Canada's best wines. Here, nestled in a sun-laden stony corner of the mountains, you'll find Clos de Soleil Winery. Clos de Soleil blends age-old Bordeaux varieties and a unique Similkameen minerality for wines that are elegant, age-worthy, distinctively terroir-driven. Visit them by appointment or purchase their wines online at clodesoleil.ca with free shipping offered to all BC and Alberta customers on orders of six bottles or more. Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. Welcome back to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Uh, excited to talk to Jeff Hundermark. He's the head winemaker up at Mount Boucherie. Of course, Jeff's a transplant. Uh, worked for many years in Ontario at uh, some very notable wineries like Mary Nissen, Stony Ridge. Then he saw the light, and he came to BC. I think. I think he's happy about it. Jeff, how are you today? I'm doing very well, Kelly. <laughs> Loving uh, the BC well, light. Yeah, yes. yeah. Well, eventually, you know, it happens. It's kind of like going from Cabernet to Pinot Noir. Like eventually, it happens for wine drinkers That's if you're right. around long enough. What I wanted to start with today, because I get so many questions about. 2020 everybody's raving about this harvest even uh, in, in ontario it's it's been one of the best years ever how would you characterize it now that you've got it all uh you know in the tanks and barrels and some of it going into bottle what what do you think about 2020 i think uh i think 2020 is going to make the geeks really happy and uh yeah probably the accountants not so much happy it's been a uh, it's been a pretty tight year for, for yield i'm yeah. sure everybody uh, in the valley is kind of experience the same type of thing. Uh, our crops were down quite considerably, and, and uh, we did a couple of uh, couple of things in the vineyard with uh, you know, getting some health back in the vines to decrease the crops. And uh, so, you know, overall, I think we're a little bit down uh, this year. So, but the, the quality is really good. The flavors are immensely intense. It's incredible. Well, we look forward to, uh, well, there's already some early uh, whites being released, but it, it, it looks like it's going to be a vintage going to be around for a while, and that's kind of fun to have one of those uh, in your back pocket, even if it's small. Uh, I actually was surprised. I mean, I know that you have quite a bit of land, but uh, so you're managing 300 acres now across five different vineyards. Uh, that's really impressive. Uh, I don't know. Do you, <laughs> you spend a lot of time in your car? Or do you let <laughs> Brett do all that? Think. Yeah, I let Brett do most of that. I uh, we have 200 acres, but 200 acres roughly are planted, uh, and that's throughout Snowkeen and Okanagan Valley. Mm-hmm. We just planted a new uh, vineyard in uh, in uh, Karamea, uh 
which eventually will be uh, available for um, the initial planting of anywhere for ice wine. So we'll, we'll be doing that. And then, uh, yeah, we've got uh, a lot of time spent in the vehicles, checking out, uh, making sure the guys are, are doing a great job in their vineyards, which they, they always are. Our guest is Jeff Hundermark. He's the head winemaker at Mount Boucherie. Jeff, talking to um, different people when I'm calling to book the show, they say there's really challenges finding seller staff. Oh, don't even get me started, Casey. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what, uh, you know, the, the tricky, it's tricky enough to find people to work in the vineyard. Um, but um, the, the, I think 2020 was probably the most challenging year that we had to try and find staff. And I, and I don't know, you know, if there was a, I don't know, it's something to do with CERB. Maybe people uh, didn't want to work for, uh, you know, for selling wages when, you know, when they're getting a $2,000 check on it to them. But I don't know what uh, what it's all about. But the, you know, we seem to we seem to be getting a little bit better. There seems to be more uh, people looking for uh, uh, for work. But, I mean, just trying to find people from other provinces. If, you know, we can't find anybody local. You know, nobody's traveling. So, you know, it's it's really uh, it's been a challenge. It's it's probably the most challenging year we've ever had. Yeah, I'm wondering uh, of uh, uh, like the Okanagan. Are we set up uh, education wise to turn out people that can that can come out of school and go into a cellar to do work, or is, are we behind on that? Well, I think you know, I, I mean, me being a product of Ontario, uh, you know, the Niagara College system. There's also the Brock University system there. Um, we are a bit behind in in our education, I think, when it comes to uh, the people that work in wineries, whether it's in the cellar, the vineyard, or, or retail. Um, it's, a, uh, it's, it's a real challenge, I think, to find educated uh, people in those fields. Uh, we, we tend to get a lot of students uh, that have taken the courses through Washington State University or through the online programs with uh, UC Davis. Yeah. But uh, nothing, nothing really local. And I really would love to see the college sort of, uh, you know, look into that and, and maybe, you know, throw a program together. And, and if, you know, they were ever looking for any help, they just let me know. We could definitely use some more educated fellow uh, hands and, and business people. We've had some great meals at the Modest Butcher with you. I mean, we've had some real parties up there. What's yeah. happening? What's happening now? Is is the seating cut back quite a bit, or the menu opening yeah, opening so, hours? So the the, re- the restaurant itself. I mean, you know, we talked about this a couple of times already. But the, the restaurant itself is, um, you know, it kind of started right after the pandemic started, and uh, we were kind of set back by a couple of months. Uh, when we finally got up and running, we opened up and, you know, the kind of usual uh, curbside service and takeout and that sort of thing. Um, but then whenever Bonnie Henry announced the, you know, the opening of 50% capacity, we, we fully jumped on that and we've been going ever strong ever since. And, I mean, the restaurant is, is busy. It's not, uh, it's not packed because obviously we can't have that many tables in here, but, um, you know, every table that is, is in the restaurant, is occupied in a regular basis. It's tough to get a reservation sometimes. Um, we, um, we're at about a, I want to say about a 50%, maybe a little bit less, 50% capacity. We're hoping that uh, some of those restrictions or those protocols will kind of open up a bit in the next little while. Once the patio season starts, 
you know, that's going to really help a lot, I think, um, inside for the, uh, sorry, for the restaurant and as well for the retail shop. Um, you know, you the, the menu itself is the full-on menu. Uh, you know, it's just as we, as we described it when we first opened up, uh, it's, it's a butcher uh, style, I guess meaning that yeah. we're heavy in, into meat, and uh, we do have some vegetarian, uh, vegan options. But uh, definitely if you're in for a steak and a burger and that sort of thing, we're the place to come to, I think. Yeah, and you've got a um, great kids' menu, too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's one thing that, uh, you know, wineries tend to, sh- tend to shy away from, you know, encouraging families and kids, and we're not one of them. You know, we, uh, we actually really like the, you know, the kids to come and the families to come to. Well, let's face it, the parents need to get out as well as, uh, as the kids, and McDonald's doesn't always cut it. Exactly. Uh, before we go, I, I, I do want to talk about some of these wines that are coming out. Uh, of course, we, we sort of mentioned the 2020 vintage, but your rosé is out, uh, and uh, the wine that intrigues many people is Pinot Gris. How is your 2020 Pinot Gris, and where is that sourced from? And just uh, maybe a little quick story about that wine. Sure, yeah, the Pinot Gris is... Um, uh, from our Sinopean vineyard, Lazy River Vineyard is the name of it, uh, in the Sinopean. So that's where the grapes are sourced for that. And uh, it's, you know, last year we we did a little bit more skin contact with the uh, with the grape. Uh, some people loved it, some people didn't love it as much. So we uh, decided this year we would sort of scale back the, the percentage of grapes that were left in contact with the skin. So we've got a real, it's really aromatic for the one. Yeah. It's, you know, orchard fruits are really big on it. And uh, and there's, you know, some really good zippy uh, acidity, you know, kind of the trademarks of uh, Pinot Gris. But it's got a mm-hmm. real nice sort of creaminess to it. And I'm, I'm really, really excited for this. I, I never was a massive Pinot Gris fan before. But, you know, this past two vintages have really been uh, eye-openers for me. Yeah, I love that piece of dirt down there, too. Hey, you know, uh, just before you go, we all know that the, well, I, I thought I knew that Summit was your, uh, you know, was your piece de resistance, fantastic wine, getting big scores. But I see you have another wine called Contessa now. What's the difference between Contessa and Summit at the top of your red wine uh, triangle? Contessa is a little bit different in the blend. Um, it, it's kind of a, a wine that we make, you know, every couple of years. We don't make it, uh, you know, Every, every vintage, it's, uh, okay. um, it's a little bit different in the blend. We're putting a little bit of uh, Cabernet Franc and Merlot, but we also have a little bit of uh, Zinfandel, Syrah in there. It's, it's, uh, it's got a little bit of everything. And it's, it's kind of like uh, when we're picking our best barrels for Summit, uh, we're also picking uh, the best barrels to go into Contessa. And then it's just basically it's a different uh, different blend component and and a couple of different varieties added in there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we do a, a lot of that uh, that particular wine for um, for wine club and for yeah. uh, VIPs, a lot of for the restaurant and that sort of thing as well. Yeah. Uh, well, for our listeners, uh, obviously mountboucherie.com. Go to the website. You have all the details on these wines and how to join the club, how to order wine, get it delivered. I think everybody's an expert now in uh, online delivery, so that's a good thing. Oh, yeah. uh, but we encourage you, as things open up, to uh, plan a visit to Mount Boucherie up in West Kelowna. Fantastic restaurant, great outdoor setting, wonderful food, great wines. And, of course, uh, you never know, you might get a glimpse of the winemaker uh, stealing some uh, takeout to take home. 
after a busy day. <laughs> uh, Jeff, great to catch up with you. Thanks for the chat about 2020 and what's happening at Mount Boucherie. And uh, really, seriously, we cannot wait to get back up there and uh, see you in person and try some wines. Yeah, I can't wait for you to come up and try some of the new modest wines. Yeah, so, I'm uh, all next in. Time, next time. Yeah. Okay, thanks, man. Keep well. Thank you. Take care, man. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Jeff Hunter Marquis, the head winemaker at Mount Bushery. Uh, we are going to take a quick break. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. You're listening to the BC Food & Wine Radio Network. Up next, Summer Hills CEO Ezra Sipes and Chef Jeremy Lupin. There's more to come. This is the BC Food & Wine Radio Network, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. British Columbia's wine growing history dates back generations, and today it's one of the more prominent regions on the worldwide wine stage. With Save On Foods, you can find the world's largest collection in one place. With more than 1,500 wines from over 180 BC VQA wineries, the unique tastes of our province have never been more convenient. Wines of British Columbia at Save On Foods. Browse the entire collection now at saveonfoods.com and discover all the different wines our province has to offer. Watermark Beach Resort in Asoyuz is taking some time to refresh and renew for the upcoming season. Renovations are underway at the restaurant, but takeout is still available seven days a week. Book now for spring and summer travel to avoid disappointment and discover the South Okanagan good life at the Okanagan Resort that defines easy living. Visit watermarkbeachresort.com for full details and keep up to date on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Join the Black Hills Estate Winery Wine Club to experience the perks of membership. With front-of-the-line access to new releases, exclusive limited production wines, and VIP experiences both virtual and in-person, you will always stay connected. Plus, wine club members have access to the Vineyard Guest House overlooking the beautiful valley. To find out more, follow us on Facebook and Instagram or visit us at blackhillswinery.com. Red Rooster Winery invites you on a sensory journey from grape to glass. Savor the sweeping vineyard, lake, and mountain views from their cozy estate tasting room on Naramata Bench. This month, they're featuring their award-winning and estate-grown reserve Malbec, the perfect bold red to complement any occasion. Seated tastings are offered Thursday through Monday from 11 till 5 this winter. Come for the views, stay for the wine. Visit redroosterwinery.com for more info. Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. Welcome back to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. Uh, our guests are Ezra Sipes. He is the CEO of Summerhill Pyramid Winery, and Jeremy Lupin is the chef uh, at the Bistro. And uh, that was a, uh, an interesting song. We know that person, kind of, sort of, but you know them really well, Ezra. That's my daughter singing. The, she's wow, amazing. What a, voice. what a voice. How old yeah. is she? She's. She was 12 when she recorded that. She just turned 14 now. That's unbelievable. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Thank you. I yeah. can see your that's smile. A, that's our, 
What's that? <laughs> I can feel your smile when you listen to that. Yeah, yeah, I can't help it. That's uh, that's my brothers and I playing the music, and my daughter Ruthie singing, and uh, yeah, that's what the Sipes family does uh, in our spare time after running the winery. That's uh, <laughs> our, our little way of bringing a bit of extra joy and good vibes to the world. Well done, uh, and it fits the whole ethos of the winery too. I think. Uh, because uh, so much great news coming out of you. Finally, uh, uh, recognition for all the hard work you've been doing, growing biodynamically, uh, and it starts with getting finally getting certified and releasing wine. So why don't we start there? You have a new wine out, uh, your Chardonnay. Can you explain uh, easily to the public what that wine is now? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, this is uh, the first... Uh, Demeter certified biodynamic Chardonnay that we're releasing of any volume. We made a little bit last year from the 2019 vintage, but not enough to, to sell outside the winery. So this is the first one that will really be available. And um, the idea with biodynamic wines is that they are totally unique, that we grow them and they have enough integrity in the fruit itself so that just with the guidance of the winemaker, the grapes turn into wine uh, naturally, but the wines don't have I, I, I don't sell it like natural wine like they have um, sort of classic virtues of fine wine right right uh, yeah there's no sort of bacterial notes or anything like that you taste the fruit like it's, it's pure oh, yeah, and it's... authentic and you know no, they're, we're they're really fantastic. proud of them and yeah it's, it's something we're, we're actually really proud of and I, I it's hard I, I could talk about it for 20 minutes to sort of extol the virtues of it but you yeah. know you can you can t- you can feel it in your mouth just the way the the wine feels in your mouth, and that it doesn't have that sort of like wine like flavor. It just tastes like Chardonnay from this vineyard, you know. And our our winemaker Michael Alexander, he's he's got such a wonderful humility and and such a wonderful sense of pleasure about him. Uh, you know the way he used uh, 500 liter oak barriques to uh, ferment part of the wine just so gently. Uh, to give it some mouthfeel and, and to bring oxygen into the fermentation. He really did a beautiful, beautiful job. I, I'm so proud of these wines and, and what Michael's doing down there. Yeah, I think you should be. And for people, uh, you know, if there's a one-word description of the wine, it's just energy. You feel you feel an energy in this wine. Uh, like in most, uh, you know, great biodynamic wines, they have a different energy than, than the wines that you're used to. So that's what you can look forward to. Uh, our guests, by the way, are Ezra Sipes. He's the CEO at uh, Summerhill Pyramid Winery. And we're joined by Chef uh, Jeremy Lupin as well. And Chef Jeremy, I don't know who's more fortunate, Summerhill or you. I mean, it's such an amazing place. And to hear that you're doing organic Chinese, it's I can't believe it. Yeah, it was um, it was a fun partnership between us and a, a tradition Chinese food restaurant. They actually wound up closing during uh, the pandemic, and it was always been a, a vision of Stevens to be able to do something like that. So, in one of our fun kind of like brainstorming sessions, uh, Ezra, it was one of Ezra and Ruth's favorite places to go. So we got in contact with them, and then over the past four or five months, we've kind of put this idea together, and we we launched it in February. And then, you know, it was the, the big struggles of trying to find everything organic, but we did, and, and we made it work. And it's been, the, it's been welcomed by the, the community, and it's a really rad um, addition <laughs> to our property. So it's, a, it's outside. It's, it's its own facility. Can you just describe how it works? Yeah, so it's, it's, it, we, about three years ago, um, retrofitted a, 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 a shipping container like Seacan into an outdoor kitchen where the front opens up, and it's kind of like a non-mobile food truck. 
And right. we were doing like organic street food from around the world uh, just to give people a different um, style when they were dining with us if they wanted something quick. And then so we, we made some modifications to it so that we could do the Chinese food out of it. So right now it's based off of takeout or, or you know, and, and pickup and delivery. But in the summer, we'll have a nice little patio set up there. You can come grab a ball of wine, eat some organic Chinese food, stare at the lake, and just have like a really fun, different experience at, at Summerhill. Well, it would wow. sure go well with a sparkling wine, Ezra. Oh, yeah. It goes well with some of the red wines, too. It's actually really fun and really creative doing the, the pairings with the uh, cuisine they're making, which, is, by the way, is really authentic Chinese food. It's not like Americanized Chinese food. It's, uh, it's, they've got the real Szechuan peppers and the real flavors, and it's outrageously good. Organic noodles. I, I just think the whole thing is such a great idea, and it shows, the, you know, with, there's so much diversity in the valley that to have the diversity in food now along with that, it really sets us apart from other wine regions when we can offer things like this. I think it's going to be just a huge success. Thank you. I totally agree with you. Uh, awesome. Let's talk about really the fun. Bistro Chef. Uh, it's been uh, open and running. What, what can people expect? When are you open? How is that working with the pandemic? So we've been back open since last June when we were allowed to reopen. We haven't shut down again since, and our, our community has been awesome and embracing and supporting us through the, through the winter. Um, we're open Tuesday to Sunday currently. We'll open up back up on Mondays as, as the season picks up. But like our bistro has, has a fun kind of Mediterranean flair to our menu, um, just with great comfort food dishes, but with just good, clean flavors with, of always made with organic food. And I hear you're having a high tea Easter brunch. Tell us about that. Yeah, well, high tea was something we launched last year. Um, and then, you know, looking at, like, the way things are in the world and what we can do, we decided, like, let's do brunch. But high tea is so popular for us. Can we do find some inspiration between that? So we're doing tables of four and six for families uh, for, for brunch. And we're going to make use of our facility and our property so you can have it as a picnic if it's nice enough out. There'll be extra tables set up downstairs and, of course, in our bistro, and we're just going to have some fun with it. And just, you know, the, the pandemic hasn't been easy, but it's been really fun to get creative with our culinary team and, and see how we can do things differently and just put that to the challenge. And they've responded awesomely. Like, our team was, is super excited to put together menus as a group, and we write all our menus as a group instead of me sitting there dictating what goes on it. We sit down as a core group, and we, we talk, and we come up with ideas, and I think at the end we're, we're, we're better with what we're putting out right now. Uh, for our listeners, they can go to summerhill.bc.ca uh, and check out the menu. I mean, honestly, when you look at this menu, you see like tofu saganaki, uh, Catalan fish stew. Uh, you have uh, scallops and Al Algerian curry. Uh, it's just a fantastic mix of, of uh, cultures and food, and yet all of the food is, is uh, local. Uh, and organic, so I, I actually I just don't know how you do it. It, it, it must be fun uh, researching these dishes. Yeah, it's a lot of fun to, to get creative. Like I said, like you know, when we, we, we look at the Mediterranean, we, we do pull flavors from North Africa, you know, from, from Italy, from Spain. And the nice thing about it is, like, we always have our wine in mind anytime we, we put together a, a, a menu because we are a winery first and our food is here to complement that. And as a chef, sometimes it's really hard to take the backseat to a winery, but that's what we do here, and it's okay. <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, we're also blessed with the ability to grow so much of our own organic um, vegetables and spices and herbs. Um, we just did a massive expansion on the garden this year. Um, to give people, a, like, roughly an idea, we pulled about $40,000 worth of organic vegetables out of the ground last year. 
we're on pace wow. to do about 120 to 130,000 worth of vegetables this year. So just a huge, massive expansion. And uh, our culinary team and our garden team are like working together. We're in the midst of planting 160 fruit trees for the years to come. So there's just going to be this really awesome thing happening on our property where we're going to be almost self-sufficient when it comes to vegetables. Super. You tell them about uh, the uh, outdoor kitchen you're building too. So yeah, we're also um, down on our heritage lawn. We're going to build a, an outdoor kitchen, which will be based off of kind of like rustic family style lunches that are wine paired with our in-house sommelier. So you'll buy a ticket to lunch and then kind of we'll walk over the garden, we'll pull stuff out of the garden, we'll wash it, we'll, so, we'll, we'll cook it, and everything's done over like wood burning and charcoal. And yep. then we're actually making the, the cinder block kitchen ourselves, and it's just going to be like kind of this, just once again, a different experience than what you're used to when you go to like wineries for a lunch. We're going to blow up the, the expectation of what a wine paired lunch has to be. Love it. Ezra, we're almost out of time, but a lot of questions about what vegan wine is. Can you give us a quick, concise uh, idea of what vegan wine is when we see it on your labels? Well, sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, the only animal byproducts that are used in winemaking is for fining. They're fining agents. And fining agents, you know, they, they can make red wines ready to drink younger. They can soften the tannins and the impression of acidity of red wines. But it's really against our ethos because you strip a little of the integrity of the wine uh, at the same time as you do that. So we just don't find our red wines, and our white wines we find very gently with bentonite clay, and that's just to get the, the haziness out of them so they're clear. So, right. you know, so for us, it's really, it's really part of the sort of minimal intervention, you know, wanting to create something that really feeds your soul as well as your palate uh, when mm. we make our wines. And so that's what it means for us when, when we, we put vegan on our label. For us, it's a signifier of, of the quality of the wine. Love it. Gentlemen, uh, you packed a lot in in those uh, 10 minutes. We love to get up there soon and uh, try everything that you're cooking and making and drinking and going biodynamic. It's really exciting, Ezra. I, I, I can't... Uh, I can't tell you how gratifying it is to see this really explode now in the Okanagan. Uh, we are going to be world leaders in organic wine, I think, before we know it. We are. We, are, we already are. And I'll send you some samples, Tony. Look forward for you to try the new things. Right on. Thanks, gentlemen. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye, Casey. Yeah. Bye, Tony. Bye-bye. Thank Bye. you. That was Chef Jeremy Lupin and Ezra Sipe, CEO, Summerhill Pyramid Wineries. Great place to stop when you're up in Kelowna. Our BC Food and Wine tech team is excited to announce another location to listen to our podcast. If you listen to podcasts on the Overcast app, you'll find the show by simply typing in BC Food and Wine. Subscribe today and listen on your time, preferably with a glass of wine. You're listening to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. Don't go away. We're coming back to uh, visit Clippers Organics in Similkamine. There's more to come. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. Experience award-winning wines at Tinhorn Creek Vineyards. The tasting room is open daily from 11 till 5. Test your wine tasting know-how with their unique black glass blind tasting, where you tell them what's in the glass. For more VIP experiences, Crush Club memberships are also available. Keep up to date with wine tastings and estate-only promotions on their Instagram feed. And don't forget, Viradoro Restaurant is now open daily with a new spring menu. For details and reservations, visit tinhorn.com. Hillside Winery is here to serve you, BC. We're offering free shipping across the province on all orders of six bottles or more. Let Hillside deliver direct to your doorstep and give you one less thing to tick off your shopping list. If you're a local, 
Ordering online for pickup is easy and hassle-free. Hillside will happily box up your wines and have them ready and waiting for you. We want to make getting your favorite Hillside wines easy. Find us online at hillsidewinery.ca. Location, location, location. If you've made up your mind to finally take that big step and move to the beautiful Okanagan, keep in mind that you don't have to do it alone. The right real estate agent can make all the difference. Let Sean Everest of REMAX Kelowna be your trusted advisor as you embark on this exciting new chapter. I'm Sean Everest. I raised my family here and you can too. Visit seaneverest.com and let me help you on your move. And welcome to the Okanagan. I'm sure you're going to love it. Barb Holler, owner of Poplar Grove Winery in the Okanagan. When I look out over our vineyards, I think of the potential. The potential for improvement. How can I do things differently? How can I be more sustainable? How can I do things that improve viticulture practice? And bottom line, how can it improve the wine? Poplar Grove, available at private fine wine stores. Join the wine club at poplargrove.ca. Please enjoy responsibly. GizmondiOnWine.com, BC's destination for finding great wine at all price points. With their easy-to-use search engine of over 30,000-plus tasting notes, you can find the wines you want by price, points, and more. Bookmark GizmondiOnWine.com for the new notes posted daily, each with a photo of the label. Get new ideas and find great buys with seasonal and weekly top 10 wine lists, original stories, and videos. If wine matters to you, join us at GizmondiOnWine.com. Follow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Giz. Mondi on wine. Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gizmondi and Casey Wilson. Everything I need is on the ground. Welcome back to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gizmondi. I'm Casey Wilson. Our next guest is uh, new to us, but we're going to get to know him. We're going to actually be staying in his guest suites as we uh, travel into the Similkameen later this uh, spring. Kevin Klippenstein is from Clippers Organics in Similkameen. Kevin, how are you today? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm very well. I'm going to I'm going to mention your wife and partner Anna Marie as well so you don't get in trouble. Uh Yeah. <laughs> for the interview, you're pretty new to to people in the city. I think I think locals know you quite well. How would you uh describe your setup because you got a lot of stuff going on there? Yeah, so Clippers Organics, we've been around for 20 years. So um, people in Vancouver know us very well, just uh, through the farmer's markets. Uh, yeah. We've kind of started with five five acres of uh, fruit and veg back in the day, and now we're doing 60 acres, and we sell to a lot of the high-end restaurants in Vancouver. And, yeah, so. Well, I can't wait to eat at Row 14, and the concept is a true farm-to-table restaurant. Yes, correct. We uh, we were holding a lot of long table dinners at the restaurant with just different uh, at the at the farm with uh, different chefs from different restaurants in Vancouver, and they all kind of persuaded us that we should actually have an on site venue that uh, could be operating like 365 days a year. So we kind of uh, took that leap in 2019. Wow, that's and it, impressive. And it's it's working because uh, people would say uh, back. Back in the day when we were saying, where can we eat in the smoke meat? Everybody said, oh, it's too small. You can't support a, a restaurant like that. But you're not having any problems with that. No, I think a lot of it is to do with our brand, too, Clippers Organics from uh, in Vancouver. We had yeah. every day last summer we had uh, customers coming from Vancouver that know us and seeked us out for uh, 
for that restaurant. And then, too, all the wineries, they backed us pretty good, too, because they were hoping to have some kind of a culinary experience here in the Snow Queen. And uh, so we said, okay, we'll come to the table and we'll deliver. Well, you did deliver because uh, Michael Clark told me from Clotus Soleil he couldn't stop raving about the restaurant. And you also have a craft cider. Yes, uh, untangled craft cider. So when, when we uh, developed the restaurant concept, there's a lot of winery restaurants, but there's not much going on with on the cider scene. And the fact that we have oodles and oodles of apples and we're on orchards, we thought, wouldn't that be a great concept to have a restaurant on an orchard and do a cider? So hence the cider reef was born. Uh, I just want to talk a bit about organics. Uh, obviously, it is super important to you guys. Uh, you know, one of the questions we often talk to wineries about is how easy or how difficult is it? What What is it about the Similkameen that makes uh, growing organic, uh, I don't know, can I say fun or at least uh, profitable? <laughs> I, I guess the biggest thing about cost, and that's why we're noted, noted as the organic capital of Canada, is just because of the hot dry climate uh, we have wind so it allows for a lot of uh, like no issues so much with mildew and it's just really good circulation and then our our pests aren't that much of a issue either so yeah and you were in the restaurant business kevin before you became a farmer how did that come about yeah back in the day i um well i started as a in the restaurants when i was 15 and you know, by uh, when I was 21, I thought, you know, I'm going to have a resort one day and somewhere tropical, and that kind of uh, disappeared when I when I met my wife and decided to buy a farm instead. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the here we are in the Okanagan. We, I kind of really wanted to be somewhere that was hot and dry and not uh, wet and damp. <laughs> so yeah, and. We had a great, a great run with the farm, and the farm is just keeps growing. And yeah, I, I wish, uh, I wish I would have started farming earlier, but <laughs> here we are. So you're a destination now with your guest suites, which we're going to be staying in. And um, better keep the party down, Tony, in the Samilkami. Yeah. <laughs> They're very organic there, you know. So am I, Casey. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, I so, just so like we the have whole- the. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I was just going to, I was just going to say, yeah, with, we have the restaurant and we have the cidery, we got the guest suites, and now this year we're actually uh, uh, building a store. So we'll have a store with a cafe, bakery, and um, and the store as well. So yeah, wow. it'll be good. Well, where do you get all the energy from? Uh, it must be all that organic food. <laughs> good answer. Good answer. Uh, well, it's it's exciting to, to to see these kind of developments. We were we were just talking with Ezra Sipes about uh, his biodynamic certified Chardonnay that's just being released up in uh, in Kelowna. Uh, what, what's your take on organic and and the way that it's going? Is it is it? I mean, we know it's happening, but is it going to become a permanent part of the way that we eat? Do you think in the next uh, decade here in British Columbia? Oh, guaranteed. I think as uh, more and more we talk about local food and talk about sustainability and how we're going to continue to grow the food and uh, building the soil. I, th- I think that's the only only way forward. Um, there's, again, like you look at where we started 20 years ago, we started with five acres and we couldn't grow enough, so we added another six acres. 
and then we sold out of that so we had another five and it kind of that's how we grew over the last 20 years the 60 acres was just for demand of our product yeah so as we have more and more customers looking for products that's kind of and i don't know what honestly i don't know what's going to happen in the next couple of years because we put this restaurant in and now we're we've got so many people coming up here going we want to buy food we want to buy food and so now we built the store and i we're already looking okay where's where are we going to be in the next five years we're going to need more land to grow more food for all these people so yeah and do you have any challenges finding staff uh we always have problems finding staff uh it's it's kind of interesting. Yeah, five years ago, we actually looked at where we were at and thought, oh, we can't keep doing this, trying to find staff and staff leaving after two weeks or just not start like not coming at all because they rather work in the hospitality industry or work in oil fields in Alberta. So we actually ended up five years ago put the farm up for sale, and uh, I think within three months actually had somebody come to us and say, why don't you get foreign workers? So we brought in foreign workers, and that, that really saved us. We now have the same uh, 12 people that we've had for the last five years. They come back, they know what they're doing, and they tell their friends how great it is, and it's, yeah, really good. Uh, well, uh, you, as you mentioned, you're in Vancouver at Trout Lake Farmer's Market uh, when these markets all get going in Kitsilano uh main street etc can you tell us a little bit about the box of food that you sell and how people might get involved in that oh yeah so we do a csa which is uh, stands for community supported agriculture basically the the way it works is people actually pay in advance for a box for the season so we've got two different sizes we've got a 30 dollar box and a 60 dollar box yep. and that gives them their food guaranteed from May until uh, we go until end of October with those mm. boxes, and then we do a winter program as well. But it's it's a way for the everybody to get involved. Uh, we do a newsletter every week before the food goes out, so the newsletter kind of tells you what's happening on the farm. It tells you um, what's what's in the box, and then gives you some ideas of recipes as well. So That's it really fantastic. gets gets people excited about their food before they even get it. Right. So yeah, yeah. I love it. Uh, it's a bit like the wine business. You, you almost have to educate uh, your your uh, buyers uh, so they know what's coming and they really buy into the whole uh, project. Uh, uh, I just think it's fantastic, and uh, I can't wish you uh, any more success than you're already having. I don't know how you handle it all at the moment, but you seem to be coping, so yeah. we're good with that. Uh Listen, Kevin, great to catch up with you. Uh, we hope to meet both you and your uh, uh, partner, Anna-Marie, when we're up there. Uh, Clippers Organic and Samilk, I mean, you can check them out online at clippersorganic.com. Uh, you can look about, uh, you can look at the restaurant, of course, uh, the markets they're in and all the other information. And you can drool when you look at the pictures, right, Casey? Yes, and, you uh, sure can. Those I... radishes are just driving me crazy here, just, just looking at yeah. them. They look so <laughs> delicious. Kevin, great yeah. to catch up with you. Thanks for coming on the show, and we'll, we'll see you soon in the Smilkamine. Okay. Sounds I can't wait, Ke Kevin. That's Kevin Klippenstein. He and his wife, partner Anna-Marie, are the owners of Clippers Organic in Smilkamine, and we'll be staying at their uh, new suites up there that they have for uh, visitors and visiting a Road 14 restaurant, uh, which I believe was built on Road 14, Casey. Yes, what a surprise. <laughs> in the apple uh, orchard. BC Food & Wine Radio is on Apple Podcasts. That pretty much means we're on every major podcast provider. 
Who knew it was that simple? Subscribe to our podcast today and listen on your time, preferably with a glass of wine. That's it for this week, folks. Uh, We are out of time. Thanks for joining us on the BC Food & Wine Radio Network. We hope you have a fantastic weekend. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. We'll be back next week. That's it for today's show. Tune in again next week for Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson on the BC Food & Wine Radio Network. Presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. BC Food & Wine Radio is a TKS West production. Executive producer, Casey Wilson.